The date is April 20th, and our scripture reference for this date is 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20, where the Apostle Paul, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, writes, For all of the promises of God find their yes in Him. That is why it is through Him that we utter our Amen to God for His glory. It's a false notion and the source of great frustration in many Christians young in their faith that success in the Christian life is almost wholly dependent on their ability to lift themselves up by their spiritual bootstraps, as it were, and live the life to which they feel God has called them. Is that the life of abundance for which the Lord Jesus himself claimed to have come? Is the power of the saving life of Christ only that which saves us from hell but provides nothing of meaningful benefit in the here and the now? Are the promises of God only those of which we find their fulfillment in heaven? In truth, it's the work of a modern-day Pharisee to simply try and gut it out for Jesus, to grit one's spiritual teeth while trudging along the path of life, assuming it all depends on me, longing for heaven as a much-needed respite from the drudgery of it all. A Bible teacher I greatly respected used to say, God is always the supply of that which he demands. In his letter to the Colossians, the Apostle Paul spoke of a mystery that had been hidden for ages and generations, what he called a glorious mystery. And what was this mystery? Very simply this, Christ in you, the hope of glory. And he characterizes his own Christian life as a labor, and he says this, with all his energy that he, Jesus, powerfully works within me. For the Apostle Paul, success in the Christian life was dependence on the sufficiency of the saving life of Christ, working in him to do that which he was powerless to do without the presence and enabling of God, the Holy Spirit. It is a great arrogance in the Christian life to imagine that it all depends on me. In fact, the history of God's dealings with his people is rife with stories of him systematically dismantling self-dependence and self-sufficiency that might otherwise suggest that it's man, not God, who's sovereign over the affairs of men. God reduced Gideon's army from 32,000 to 300 men in their battle with a Midianite army that vastly outnumbered them. He counted it as great sin that David, in the latter days of his life, would conduct a census of his army, imagining that the secret of his military success was the number of his own men. He answered Elisha's prayer when the armies of Syria surrounded Israel, providing an army of angelic hosts to quell the invasion without a single arrow being fired. My greatest security in life will always be my dependence on the promises of God, those chronicled in the Holy Scriptures and guaranteed by the life, the death, the resurrection, and the ascension into heaven of His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Can I trust these promises to secure and hold me regardless of my situation? Well, as Paul would say, in my Savior, the answer to every question and every concern is always yes.